In Atlanta, one voice has stood out for over four decades. An AJC original, The Monica Pearson Show. Let's talk about how you got to ESPN. Revealing interviews. You are known as America's doctor, but I want to know who you were before that. When you have a different name, you have different color skin, it can be tough. With Atlanta's most famous faces as you've never seen them before. I'm telling my story. This is the American dream. The Monica Pearson Show, streaming now on AJC.com. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution, here with the 26th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. Everything you need to know about the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons will be facing the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 1 p.m. Sunday at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Hope everybody's getting ready for a happy Thanksgiving. For the, for the Buccaneers, we're going to look at five things Five things to know about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, starting with their quarterback, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Secondly, the weapons he has on offense. Three, a quick rundown of the series between Tampa Bay and the Atlanta Falcons. Four, the defense, which is run by former Falcons coach Mike Smith. And we got a group of players that we call the Falcon Bucks. They have some Falcons down there that are are contributing to the operation. But first, let's look at Ryan Fitzpatrick, the starting quarterback on Sunday. He's taking uh, Jameis Winston's spot. Jameis is out with a shoulder injury, and the uh, doctors ruled him out on Monday. He uh, is resting that shoulder, and they thought it was going to be two weeks, but uh, he's going to be out for three. Fitzpatrick was uh, came out of Harvard in 2005. And he's led them to wins in their last two games against the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins. They beat the Jets 15-10 and beat the Dolphins 32-20. Fitzpatrick is a longtime backup and journeyman in the league. He's 34, 6 foot 2, 221 pounds. Only has one winning season in the league. He did win 10 games, went 10 and 6 with the 2015 Jets. So he is capable. Fitzpatrick has been with seven teams. This is his seventh team here. Uh, St. Louis, Cincinnati, Buffalo, Tennessee, Houston, the New York Jets, and now the Bucks. The folks have taken to calling him Fitzmagic after his two-game winning streak down in Tampa Bay. We'll see he uh, what he can do against the Falcons' defense on Sunday. Now, the Bucks are not devoid of weapons, so, you know, it must be a line issue. Doug Martin is back. He's the leading rusher. Mike Evans is there. Uh, Deshaun Jackson, the big offseason pickup, was uh, key for them. He has 35 catches for 352 yards and three touchdowns. O.J. Howard, the rookie tight end, fine rookie tight end out of Alabama, does have four touchdowns, 17 catches for 249. Uh, you know, a lot of lot was projected for him, but the the uh, Fitzpatrick knows how to use him a little better than Winston has. Uh, he did have one big game. He caught all six of his targets against Buffalo for 98 yards and two touchdowns. So he's capable of that big game. We know that from his uh, days at Alabama when he had a couple big playoff games in their national title runs. Now the series, number three, third thing to know about the Tampa Bay Bucks. this series has been hotly contested. Uh, it's the 48th meeting on Sunday. 
with the Bucks leading 24 to 23. There's a one game difference. Last year, the two teams split the series. Tampa Bay won up here 31 to 24 to start the season off, and then Atlanta went to Tampa Bay and beat them down 43 to 28 on November the 3rd. Once again, close series, 24 to 23. And, uh, you know, some of the players in the series were uh, named to the Pro Football Hall of Fame semifinals list. Our guy John Lynch, the general manager out in San Francisco now, Rondé Barber, and Simeon Rice. You know, those are names old Falcon fans will remember. Uh, starring for the Bucks throughout the series here. You know, um, the group started up in the NFC North playing those teams. And uh, when the NFC South was formed in 2002, uh, they've been in that division where they won their Super Bowl. So Tampa Bay, 24-23, leads the series. Defensively, the Fal- the uh, the Bucks are led by Quan Alexander, their middle linebacker, Jerome McCoy, their defensive tackle, and Levante David, their weak side linebacker. Those three players led them in tackles last week against the Jets, against the Dolphins. I'm sorry. Now the defense is not the numbers don't look great. They're 29th against uh, total yards, 383.5, 13th against the rush, 107.2. And uh, 31st against the pass, 276.3, uh, you know. But they've been able to stay in games because of their turnover ratio. They're a plus five turnover, uh, that which is ninth in the league. So that's why they are able to, you know, be at around 500 mark here. Uh, some steady defense, some turnovers, some steady play out of the quarterback. And they're able to beat some teams, uh, you know, some you know the Jets and the Dolphins, they're not, you know, top flight teams, but they were able to beat them. Of course, the Falcons didn't beat Miami, but uh, Tampa Bay did. So, but uh, Coach Dirk said that their defense is having pass rush issues and coverage zone drop issues. So we'll talk to him today at 1215, uh, see if he can expound on that, uh, see what he's come up with the Falcons here in this uh, uh, film preparation for the game. On Sunday, five. Lastly, Falcon Bucks. Some guys that are very familiar to the Falcon fans. Brett Grimes is um, with Tampa Bay. Bobby McClain started last week against the Jets at Nickelback. Uh, Joe Hawley, uh, the former UNLV running Rebel, was uh, inactive last week for the Bucks. I don't know if that's an injury situation or, or what. We'll check on that. And then Jaquiz Rogers, a former backup running back, uh, you know he uh, he's uh, their second leading running back for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then Freddie Martino, kid out of small college in South Carolina, who was with the Falcons, had some some speed. He's been back and forth on the roster as a Falcon Buck. And uh, Bernard Reedy was released on Friday. He was a former Falcon in camp with the, with the team from the University of Toledo. Uh, looks like he's going to be joining the uh, New England Patriots. But, yeah, with the, your former offensive coordinator as the head coach down there and then, uh, you know, guys that practiced and worked under him, he's going to sign some of those guys. And uh, Coach Mike Smith needed some help in the secondary and added Bobby McClain this year. Uh, to the Falcons uh, book roster down there in Tampa Bay. So just want to wrap up here. 
for the 26th episode of the Bowtie Chronicles podcast. And once again, we'd like to thank everybody for subscribing on iTunes and on the going to the AJC's new podcast page. And uh, thank you all for, for that. And then we'd like to just wish you all a wonderful Thanksgiving. This is D. Orlando Ledbetter of the Atlanta Journal-Constitution signing off from the Bowtie Chronicles podcast, episode number 26. Hip-hop is a product of black people. It's a product of black song and celebration. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution presents Hip-hop's most pulled elements are pulled from the South. A Southern hip-hop story. We always go back to that moment of the Source Awards. Everybody wants a rhythm, but they don't want your blues. The biggest names in hip-hop. Atlanta is still the mecca for hip-hop. 50 years. No one can deny. One film. The power of the South now. The South got something to say. Streaming now at AJC.com slash hip-hop. The AJC's trusted veteran political voices, Greg Bluestein, Patricia Murphy, Tia Mitchell, and Bill Nygut are the essential source for Georgia politics. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution's Politically Georgia. Sign up for the newsletter, download the podcast, subscribe to the AJC.